Pop Talk and Aliens, the William Clear Podcast. Pol Pot, 1978, Cambodia. David Koresh, 90s, Waco, Texas. The Heaven's Gate Leader, 99. The Reverend Jim Jones. Liars, all of them. Truth teller, her. I am William Clare. This is Pop Talking wow. Aliens, and it is a podcast. Amazing. Thank you, Charlie. Th- those intros just get more and more elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> the talk up. You're gonna, you're gonna run out at some point. I, but until then, my friend, listen, dude. Fly high and free. You think you're gonna run out until you see something about Pol Pot, <laughs> and you file a mental note to uh, invoke Pol Pot in your next podcast intro. You read about Pol Pot, and that's the first thing you think of. (laughs) Oh, that'll make a great intro for my podcast. (laughs) You know, because uh, there there have been times uh, that have been very lackluster, and, and she deserves better. There, there have been a few. Thank you. Yes, she's right. I'm. A, there we go. Uh, uh, no sponsorship for this podcast because um, I just just hit subscribe. Uh, hit five stars on whatever podcast thing you're listening to this on, and you have done more than downloading some fucking free audiobook on a app that you probably already have could ever possibly do. That is what makes the show succeed. So. Please do that, and and you'll be helping. And Is there a you, big fallout with the sponsors and some behind the scenes controversy? <laughs> no, I, they, no. It just it 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 like comes up for for renewal at certain periods of time, and they they changed the the submission policy, and it's it's fine. It would have made it. Everything would have been totally okay, but it was literally like you have to start from the beginning, and it was long enough. Like it, the first time around, it was like. It took a long time to get that through. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I was like, I don't want to go through that again. I did it once and it, Good you know, for you. It's, it's, it's fine. It makes, it made a few dollars to help pay for the web server, whatever. But to be honest, the company that, you know, was giving us the sponsorship, uh, everybody already fucking has that. And you can get a free trial of that anywhere. Right. So it's like everyone has either used their free trial or has it. Right. So it's you're you're not getting much from it. So it's, it's everywhere. I'll I'll you know we'll, I'll get a sponsor at some point if I feel that we need one. Anyway, uh, the last episode Charlie and I talked about the first episode of the book of Boba Fett. Yeah. I didn't particularly like it. Charlie thought it was okay. Now the show has run its course. It has uh, mixed. Mixed reception, I would say, Charlie. That's safe, right. Safe to say. Yeah, that's safe. Yeah. Some people think Boba Fett was too nice. Uh, some people thought uh, that it, that that's good character development. I mean, he's definitely not the most ruthless um, bounty hunter in the galaxy. That's for damn sure. He he. I mean, was at some. I mean, the Mandalorian for sure is. By the way, ruthless? No, he, well, even he has like a, a code. No, he definitely has a code. Cad Bane is the most ruthless. Yes, yes, by far. And uh, I, I have to say this real quick. It was, it was funny, Charlie, because as you know, and as if you've listened to this before, you know that that I have that I get this way. I look at all the the Star Wars YouTubers and shit, and what they have to say. I saw this one guy who was quote unquote reviewing it, and. 
I mean, it was strike one immediately. Is that the, the word Disney was every other word out of this guy's yeah. mouth, right? So it's yeah, like yeah. I know you know where he's coming from. Yes, immediately. And he talks about is it no dismemberments, no disintegrations, no blah blah blah. Okay, possibly from Boba Fett. Although Boba Fett in episode one did blow a guy up to smithereens, uh, even less than smithereens. There were he blew a, shot a rocket at a That's guy. That's right. Yeah, there's a vapor. But in terms of dismemberments. He may, if he, I don't think he was specifically talking about Boba Fett. He was talking about Disney Star Wars. In episode five, when Mando shows up, and there's that guy who uh, you insist was played by Vincent D'Onofrio. Yes. yes. The dog man. <laughs> the, yeah. The guy who ran the meat blocker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mando stabs him. Yeah. Then chops him in half. Yep. Then cuts his head off, <laughs> yep. and then walks out of the room with his head in a bag. He does. That is the very definition of dismemberment. That's correct. I mean, he stabs, chops, slices, and then takes what's left of the guy out as a trophy. Yeah, or as proof. It was his proof. Yeah, I've got the head of your employer here. Yeah, maybe you can just let me go. Yeah, there you go. So I just wanted I just wanted to get that that out it of the way. It does have that. It's, it's undeniable, Bill. This narrative. We can talk about the the Luke and stuff, but what we're going to do is we're going to watch the final episode. And we'd love for you to watch along. Uh we have it at 000 on the counter on Disney Plus. So if you want to call up your your Boba Fett or press pause, take care of that. And then uh, we will count you down. Just get to the very, very beginning, the zero, 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 and then we're gonna hit play, and then we'll we'll all we'll all watch this together. We'll all have some fun. Just <laughs> fucking fun. <laughs> the counting you down uh, <laughs> reminds me of the Adam Sandler <laughs> sketch with Kevin Nealon. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking yes, about? The hypnotist. I'm gonna count you down. Okay. In three, two, one. You didn't do it, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you can't, you can't uh, do that. You can't do that. Uh, no, no, no. That, that wasn't me. That was you. That was no, not was me. You. I'm very fresh, very clean smelling. <laughs> I smell good. Um, that came from you. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. 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 I'm going to count okay. you back down. We're okay. going to go into hypnosis. You're going to be right. feeling great. Okay. You're going to be feeling good okay. in five, four, three, two. Oh, come on, man. You can't do that. What? <laughs> Where are we right now? Okay. Anyway. Uh, the, the this is a counting down process. I'm the very fresh. I am fr- that, was, that was from you. That was from you. That was from you yourself. Oh, dial that up. Or from my secretary. <laughs> These are new leather couches. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. So let's get into Book of Boba Fett. Uh, this is the last episode, chapter mm-hmm. seven. Mm-hmm. Chapter seven of the Book of Boba Fett, which was dropped. Uh, well, they, they dropped. Well, I, you know what? Try, I'll talk about this later. The whole one episode at a time thing. I don't know if that's the best way to do these, but. You know, let's just watch the fucking episode and I can shut up now. Okay. How about that? All right. We're at zero. Okay. And we're going to play back in three, two, one, play. Do it again. All right. Didn't happen. (laughs) We're going to do it now. Okay. Wait, wait. wait. 
Uh-huh. In three. Uh-huh. <laughs> in three. <laughs> in three, two, one, play. There we go. There's the little Disney Plus. <coughs> now it's uh, this recap. Just leave the recap. We're not doing anything tricky with the skip and the recap. Just let the recap play. You, you might be able to hear it a little bit in the background, which is probably good. That way you can see Do we need out. to block it out so it doesn't run algorithms to know that it needs to cancel it? No, because we're just going to podcast this. All right. Okay. It, it, you know what? As long as we're talking over it, also, it qualifies as commentary. Got it. In the copyrights. There's Cad Bane. Oh, look at that guy. First live action. Can I tell you how much I love uh, Timothy Oliphant's hair? I have the same hair. I think that if I went to his Tatooine Barber, I could get that, that look. Same hairdo. Not bad. I mean, I have the same color and like the, 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 the consistency. Oh, there they are. The space. The, the Power Rangers. Yeah, I, I think that any criticism on those guys is warranted. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they're terrible. How, how does he not see what's coming with those guys by the way of course it was going to go that way that they were going to betray him ice cream maker <laughs> strikes again <laughs> the, hey that's star wars legacy right there flash dance yeah gone god she's so she looks so good too yeah there's a twi'lek they all do ming na is like 58 tomorrow morrison's in the late 50s look great those are the robots says Star Wars on the screen. And now the episode. Okay, here's <laughs> let me ask you this, Charlie, real quick. Yeah. Was Mos Espa always that big? I, I, I don't feel like... I mean, I know they had the pod races there and everything, so it was like the center of Tatooine, but like that seems really big. Maybe they never did like a close-up shot of downtown, you know? <laughs> right. It was like a, a, a wide landscape shot and you couldn't tell. It was inevitable, predictable. Yeah, it was very predictable. Probably should have sensed something like this was going to happen. Did you see that Tamor Morrison thought that he talked too much? No. Yeah, he he tried to trick uh, John Favreau. This is a true story. John Favreau was like out of town. Yeah. On when they were filming one of the episodes, the early episodes, uh-huh. and uh, so Tamor Morrison was telling like this other guy, like. Hey, give these lines to Fennec so that he can be more mysterious. And really? then the, the guy called John Favreau and John Fennec. He came back and said, uh, I called John. He said, You have to say all that stuff. It's like the opposite of Pedro Pascal wa- wanting to have his helmet off all the time. Does he want to have his helmet off all the time? I don't know if he wants off? to have his helmet off all the time, but he wants to be in, like, on set more. Yeah, I guess, you know, it makes sense. I talk too much and I have way too much vocal inflection. I'd like to speak even more monotone if possible. <laughs> you know, they both have that in common. Do you think there's a conspiracy theory, Charlie, that runs around saying that uh, the Mandalorian show yeah. was actually going to be a Boba Fett show. Okay. And then they just rewrote it to be a different guy and that's why then when they were like now we got to make a boba fett show it's like well we can't have him just be the same guy so he'll talk more and he'll have more of a personality i have 
not heard that. Um, I mean, maybe it started with that a little bit. We're st- oh, wait. But the people are coming to kill him. And actually, the closer he is to the people that he's protecting, the more like in harm's way he puts yeah, them. Yes. So like we could lure this army of mercenaries away from the city center. Right. Or, yeah, we could just fight downtown. Yeah, they're not coming for for them, although I do appreciate her, that she has to be related to Jin Erso. Wow. We stay and we that. fight. There should have been a guy in there that said, what is she proposing? <laughs> <laughs> I should add, make a video of that and just add that line in there in the middle you of You know, a Cad Bane show would have been really freaking cool. How great would it have been if Cad Bane had been, like, in the beginning, like, the whole time? He's great. He's so he's so fucking Clint Eastwood. Look at him. I love his voice translator. The mayor. Hear how he's like, and then it translates his voice. They kind of um, the sound mixing is kind of bad on that sometimes, and it's hard to tell what the hell he's saying. I think it would have been good if this kind of politicking of uh, the underworld had been going on since the very beginning of the series. And then sort of opened up more in the beginning uh, as, as, as it went on. Or maybe it's just because I want to see Cad Bane more. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. I think they're just pulling him in now, though. All right. We need some help. I think he's wow. he's just arrived, Bill. The Pikes have really uh, they've really come up in the in the uh, in the ranks of of Star Wars lately. Because they were in the last Clone Wars series. Sure. They talk about them in uh, Solo. I mean, you Here don't mess with now. the Pikes, man. No. Were they in Bad Batch? I don't remember. You know, a lot of people were, were wondering if they'd be able to pull off Thrawn for TV. I think you can say safely well, yes. If they, if they can do that with Cad Bane, yep. hell yeah. Exactly. Thrawn the just has a blue face. Like, that's easy. All right, Charlie, here's a problem that people have with this episode, and I didn't think of it until I heard people say this, and then in a rare occasion, I actually agreed. I don't think it's responsible of Luke to just send him back with R2 like that. Like, hmm. I, I, I think... I get it for the story. If you have Luke show up, that's going to throw everything off. But yeah, but why does he have to hand-deliver him? Like, he's with R2-D2, one of the most capable beings in the universe. And he wants to leave anyway, so he's just letting him leave. Like he can't. Is he just gonna walk around and follow him for the rest of his life? Protect no, no. He just like you know. Here you go. I, I uh, an official handoff. In case, well, no. In case the X-wing broke down or something in the middle of the flight. With R2D2, you know? nothing breaks down with R2D2, bro.
I mean, you know, they would have been in hyperspace the entire time, so it's not like he was going to be running through bad neighborhoods. Were you sad that Luke's, Luke wasn't in there? Uh, Did you feel abandoned? No, no. I, uh, Unlike many Star Wars fans, I, I don't, like, lose my fucking mind um, finding out that Luke might not be in another episode. I've been very happy with the amount of Luke we've gotten. The old school, you know, wise Luke. The way he was portrayed in the last episode with Ahsoka and like being uncertain but being wise and all that. I thought it was it was beautiful. It was some of the best Star Wars I've ever seen. Well, sure. So, no, I, I wasn't disappointed that he didn't show up with him. I was just wondering later, like, was that the best decision in terms of how to get him there? You know what I was thankful for is they didn't leave the cliffhanger decision on what choice is he going to make. He just shows up like, what is it, two episodes or an episode later in the shirt. Do you think that it should have been more drawn out, though? Like when the Mandalorian season three starts, it's gonna, they're already back together, even though this, the, the end no, of I season like two it, was No, I like it because there's not like a whole wasted episode about whether he made the decision or not. They just on with their lives. Right. They could have really milked that a lot more. I'm, I'm actually thankful that they don't do that kind of stuff. We texted about this a little bit, Charlie. Does it seem like the episodes with Mando just look better? Like they're more expensive? Yes. Yeah, like like even this right now, and this is a Robert Rodriguez. Now look episode. at these guys like riding those bikes in front of all those people. That was so obviously a, a bad green screen shot. Like look at that. That looks horrible. I, I I would I would have been I would be fine with those people if they flew by the background in Coruscant or something, and you that's it. You're right. Like, oh, what's that? Belong on Tatooine. But in this, look at that. Also, they're like so poor they had to steal water but they have like the to, fanciest scooters to ever wash those why would you spend all that money on a scooter like, like with all the things that you can do with spaceships and stuff they wanted nice scooters and they had to keep them clean so they had to steal water yeah weird we're going to stay and fight and this is his army against the pikes by the way well, he knows, I mean, Boba knows that they're fucked. This guy. Isn't it nice that it's her plan? Like, who's who's actually running the show? Dude. He doesn't even know what, Boba Fett doesn't even know what the full plan is. A lot, a lot. it's already happening. See, <laughs> I, like, I overall enjoyed the show. But there is stuff that it bothers me about Boba Fett being told all the time, like, no, 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 we'll do it this way by kids on bikes and Fennec and anybody else but himself. Yeah. It is a little soft. That was, that. I think that's, if there's a main problem with the show, it's just Boba Fett being soft. Headband is cool as hell. I don't negotiate. 
I don't think he's dead either when we get to the end. Spoiler alert. You know he got his dent in his helmet from Cad Bane. That's right. In a in a scene that has never been actually more than an animatic. He was just a boy. But that scene it was for the Clone Wars and they never actually it's never actually in the Clone Wars. There's just like a a rendering of it that Dave Filoni brought to a Star Wars celebration or something. But they never actually produced that scene. Completely. But when he was very young, right? Yeah, he was he was a kid. No. What do you propose then? What is she proposing? Jesus. A energy drink. like a goddamn commercial, though. It's an energy drink. <clears throat> You know they could just shoot him. Like, there's five guns on him right now. Just one shot. Ando, one shot. Take away a major chess piece right off the board. Yeah, pro- and, and especially... He's just standing in the middle of the he's goddamn standing street, in the middle of the street, and, like, I know that he has back shooters, but, Be- but Boba Fett's wearing Beskar, yeah, Mando's but- wearing Beskar, and Fennec could just go inside. Back shooters are fine. Like, one of the... You might get hit. You don't know, but you take the shot. He could take... I'll, I don't know. I don't think he could take him, though. I think that's the main problem. Mando could just hit him. Like, he could be in the building. You don't even see him, sh- like, lift his gun. Well, and we're going to see later how many times they can get fucking shot. That's, that's true. So they easily could have just taken care of this right now. <laughs> Shoot now. Nobody likes that line. Coming from Boba Fett. Well, you know, he's had some time to reflect. He was in the pit of a a monster that was digesting him for a good two or three years. And then, the, yeah, and then the sand people. Oh, look, Charlie, you're right, his waistline. Huh? His, you, were, you were telling about how his waistline shrinks when he's in the suit. But see, now he's fat again, but he was thin, yeah. he was thin in that last shot. That's right. When it's just him talking? There was just, I don't know, there was a shot of further away where it was like he looked very svelte. and then Well, yeah, when yeah. there's a stuntman in there. Right. They've got to have like five versions of that outfit. See, I think this is cool that they all popped up out of nowhere. Um, why did you think that they were going to Just to kill like four teenagers. These people are always up to no good. He's absolutely no cover. He's just standing in the middle. <laughs> just literally 360 and then degrees. Also, with, like, wouldn't you have rather bum rushed the teenagers with knives? Like, 
Send the guys with the guns after the gigantic freaking Wookiee instead of like hand to hand combat. Right? That's, would, that's a bad that's tactical a, decision. He's like a he's like a galaxy Olympian at hand to hand combat. Like Jennifer Beals talks about that in the that one episode where he's going to kill that guy. Also, he's also got that. One of the um, worst defensive situations is with your back to a cliff. Those guys were just standing, waiting for a train with their backs to a cliff. The, they they all set themselves up for failure, except for, you know, Fennec is able to rescue the, the bikers. <laughs> they were standing 20 feet in front of a cliff. <laughs> See, I don't know what their plan was at all. What, what the hell is going on here? Why is this happening? Our screen, our screen got blocky for a second, but it's fine now. Okay, Charlie, let me let me use this guy's talking as a time uh, for us to discuss something. Do you think that they might? I I understand that they're Disney is always going to release the episodes one week at a time. Gets people talking, and when they're good episodes, like the Bryce Dallas Hallis Bryce Dallas Howard episode. People went fucking crazy. They loved yeah. it. Yep. Um, it might be loud now. The show. You might need to take it down a notch. On the, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. However, when things like that guy, the, the negotiator guy, the mayor's assistant, right? Yeah. It, it, it just incredibly annoying in the beginning to so many people, but then when you watch the show on the whole, and I actually did watch yeah after the it was all over, for the course of the next two days, I watched the entire show just in two chunks. Yep. And like it, it, when you see it evolve like that faster, it's like, oh, okay, so this guy turns out to have some usefulness. Uh, I, I, and oh, he talks yeah, like I, that because he I, was I educated like on Coruscant. Right. You see what I'm saying, though, right, but like, right. where? But you had to. You Not had to that wait. that makes me better than anyone. <laughs> He's got like that attitude about it, which is cool. But it yeah, took no, seven like weeks him. to get to that, rather right. than seven hours. Do you see what I'm saying? I, I do. I do. I, and I think the way Star Wars fans live and die by every minute that they see, uh, it it can backfire to have it be once a week. I see what you're saying. Rather than just, it's Star Wars, just watch the entire story unfold. Don't worry about this guy talking weird. Mm -hmm. Apologies. Apolog first for, first few weeks of, of Mando, a lot of people had a lot to say about like just one off episode after one off episode. Is anything going to actually happen? It was not as universally loved by like the third or fourth episode. True. Very true. It took, a, it, it had to, it had to find its... It's legs. And then it was like, oh, I can't wait for the next episode. Because then they got into like every episode led to another one. Where, right. You know, they started stringing the storyline together. But then like if there's, you know, if there's an Obi-Wan filler episode, it's just going to be shit talking for a week. And then the next episode's awesome. And then I think in, in doing that, in that minutia, you, people lose the overall sense. Like... Boba Fett being soft is a good example. Like if you, if you watch it all at once, dude, and you see him go through all the shit with the Tuscans and the fucking lizard up his nose and all of that, and then he comes back and he's right. like, "Hey, no, you know what? I've thought about things, and actually, no, being with the Tuscans didn't make me soft." Because she even says that to him. 
that made me stronger. That like that whole development of his character makes more sense. It does, yeah. When you see it unfold faster. Yeah. Let me tell you a plan. <laughs> Since you clearly have none, ever. How did you uh, bounty hunt people? Like, did you have a consultant that would tell you, to- <laughs> tell you exactly what to do and when? He's never been the boss before. I've got a though. job for you, Bubba. See, that's, I think that's part of it, Bill. Like, he has never been the boss. He's always had a boss. Yeah. So he doesn't know how to be the boss. He just knows he's good at, you know, getting shit done. Yeah. Finding people. Which is perfectly reasonable. It's just not, I guess, what people But want. he knows that, like, you know, how horrible it's been to be at, you know, the whim of all these jerks all the time. So he's, he's trying to do things better in a nicer, kinder, gentler way. <laughs> See, now this guy's great. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Negotiations. See, now he's comic in a good way. In, you know, in like, early episodes, I think he, he he's was the C3PO, to be, but you, I, you, right, right. <laughs> this is great. You know who I can't accept in the show? I huh. think maybe even worse than the bikers. Huh. Is his the fucking guy that works at the mayor's office who wears a fucking like mechanics baseball hat? Oh yeah, the, the that front guy? desk guy? Yeah. You have an appointment. That guy I can't I can't deal with that guy. He is good. <laughs> this is fucking great. It's hilarious. I wish to present to whomever spokesperson is empowered to deliberate an acceptable outcome. Empowered to deliver an acceptable outcome. Enchanting sobriquet and one of which I never tire. Someday I hope to see the fabled obsidian cliffs of Obadiah. He is great. <laughs> He's going to read Michael Corleone's offer to the senator from Godfather 2. It's fucking awesome. You know? Yeah. It's not a direct quote. I thought it was right. a direct quote. It's not. It, it it's is, a rephrasing of it. it it's, yeah. It's the same thing. Senator. Inspire me. My office what it this. says. Nothing. Perhaps we should discuss what you do. <laughs> 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 you will leave planet and your spice trade. If you refuse these terms, the arid sands of Tatooine will once again flourish with flowered fields fertilized with the bodies of your dead. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, the, well, the, this here you go. I mean, come on, come on. Oh, come on. 
Just stop. Just stop. I can hear Star Wars complaining people in my head, and I'm just telling them to stop. What, that they're flying around shooting people? Yeah, I'm telling them to stop complaining, because this is so fucking awesome. Look at this. How come in these situations, Bill, no one ever says, okay, we agree to your terms. They wait for the, you know, the army to leave and go back to the headquarters and then just blow the whole barracks up or something or wait until they're in a better position. Like they always make the decision right then and there to agree or disagree. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of things like that in this show. A lot of spinning. A lot of spinning. The best spin is yet to come. I mean, I do like that they they shoot the hell out of these guys. That right there. The little knee kick the rocket. Knee, the, the knee rocket with Wally shooting someone on the other side. Whistling birds. Uh, they're throwing the kitchen sink at these guys. It's for damn sure, Bill. Well, do you understand how important the Beskar armor is? Bad laser. Yeah, they just keep shooting him as he's falling dead. Um, getting I didn't crushed. notice that before. Look at these guys. They're getting crushed. Amazing that, like, not one of these gets through, like, just, like, Cause the it's upper like, leg. Yeah, they're not covered in Beskar. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like Achilles, you know, just, just the heel is not covered. The Freetown mob. Here's the thing. At the end of the show, again, spoiler alert, because you probably should watch this before you watch it, listening to this. Uh... Cobb Vance is in the uh, back to tank. Like, when did that happen? Now? I, I don't or know. Or later? Later. Because the guy says, I shot him in, they shot him in cold blood. Well, I mean, he's also like dead or half dead, so they're going to make him in a robot just like they did with... Uh, yeah, I, th I, think he, I think he's going to become the, uh, the Jabba of Tatooine with his robot arm. What? Really? I, I, think, I think Boba Fett's going to leave it to him. You think so? Yeah, and then show up in The Mandalorian more. But be all ruthless. Like people will be, hmm. be happy again. He just figures he's better off being just a low down mean son of a bitch instead yeah. of this wonderful. Like, well, then how can I mean, what was the point of that show? Okay, so these guys riding down the street kills one guy. And that's, that's it. That's all they contribute. This little ride in. They drive down the street. Oh, they've killed two people. Drive down the street, not even a helmet, no armor. <laughs> um, and they're looking magnificent looking scooters. They, they kill two fantastic. people. Fantastic. Three people. That They did nothing. I like her, though. I like the, the, the Jyn Erso chick. I wish that she had maybe... This is great. Also, you, you can't You can't kill him. You you stand behind like that thing. You could at least go into the. Oh, wow! He throws great. him in midair and shoots him. That's like one of the the cooler things in this. <laughs> Chris Hansen is fucking great. Yeah, but like he still has skin. Like he doesn't have armor on. He's got shot. Oh like, no! 10 he's times. Get, he's got he's getting shot every which way but loose, man. How? He, he got dead. shot in the dick. <laughs> he did not. <laughs> Right, right there. Shot him almost. in the back of the leg. The thing about him too, though, is that like he he just got shot to hell, right? Yeah. And then 
he's gonna like Boba Fett's gonna he, he's gonna later he'll be back fighting at full force again. Also, where were all these extra guys? So in the first scene when they show up, there's about fifteen to twenty of them. By now they've killed about forty five. So were they just like you wait in this building and then if someone gets shot, you walk and stand where they were and you just slowly replace them? Yeah. Why didn't they just come out with like, you know, three hundred people all at the same time instead of twenty? Twenty at a time? Yeah. Yeah. We will only fight twenty at a time. That's the way that the pikes fight. That's just what they do. (laughs) (laughs) It's like (laughs) What Sir, we could overwhelm them with numbers. 500 guns on them all at once. No, 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 no. 20 at a time. That that kind of bullshit is reserved for Crimson Dawn. <laughs> we are the pikes. Like these guys come in, they don't at even, a time. They don't go into the palace. They just stand behind like a a hover transport. The hell is up with that? That's just stupid. Well, and uh okay, after the first like 10 like laser blasts and like clearly like there's a deflector shield do you keep shooting you know how fast it took obi-wan and qui-gon to figure out that they were going to beat those things it's a draw like 0.5 seconds that's right master destroyers it's a standoff let's go standoff yeah (laughs) that's it and then they're out of there and those were jedi which i mean obviously they're smarter and stuff but i mean like they had a better chance at figuring out a way to beat those things than these guys do and they were like no let's get the fuck out of here also those were small ones Like, probably that transport isn't the best. Like, come on, it's a, it's a miracle that all of them that, that thing's one little thing. They're keep, standing keep there, keep shooting. Eventually, one of them will get through. Just keep shooting. It's the law of averages. One of them's got to get through. It took a long time for that thing to finally blow up, though. <laughs> I can't stop. I don't know why that's so goddamn funny to me, but it's the pikes fight twenty at a time. That's what they do. They keep so. coming. Well, 20 at a time. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> fire? No. No, stop. Stop. You're just wasting fuel. You're wasting fire. You're still yes. doing the fire. <laughs> do you remember in the Clone Wars how they blow, blew those things up in the cartoon? They, oh, see, now this is awesome, though. When he pulls moving. this out, like when I first saw this... The dark saber couldn't go through it. Yeah, you, you know, he pulls it out. It's so heroic. You think it's yeah. going to work? It doesn't. Yeah, you slowly roll the grenade under it. It yep. has to be moving slow. Thank you. But the, one of them tries to walk through it, and it starts working. But it's not the same as the other deflector shields from the Clone Wars. Right. You've run out of friends. I really did want to see him come riding in on a Rancor, though. That was some hardcore Star Wars wish fulfillment. Can you imagine, like, if if they brought 20 guys and these two things to take over Jabba's palace? Like, two of them could have held them off. You know, you just shoot guys out in the open here and there. At any given time, you're only fighting against 20 people, so you got a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I get there that he was only shooting the shield just to get his attention. Yeah, so it wouldn't try yes. to hurt the other people. That is the only time after the first twenty bullets that it 
it made sense to shoot that shield again. But, Bill, it's going to keep happening throughout the rest of the episode. Charlie, this all could have been happening See? at the Look, palace, even too. him. Maybe if I'm closer, it'll work. Well, look at it. His gun is actually making a dent. See, he's slowly trying to get through. But did you see the color was changing? It, it did. It was getting purple. The spin. Here comes the spin. Here comes... Oh, no, it's not here. It's not uh, yet. Uh, yeah, it is. Somebody it's right made... It's right here. Is it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No reason to spin? Spin anyways. Somebody made... A, a... Why does he spin, Bill? Dude, let me tell you this, Charlie. There was a fucking TikTok video of somebody took that guy spinning, right? Yeah. And then they like they cut him out and just yeah. and they have him start they have him spinning through like all of the major battles in Star yeah. Wars. <laughs> he spins through you know in, in Last Jedi when she runs through the ship, it's him spinning through that through that ship. It's funny. I'll, I'll try to find Does he it. spin and shoot or just spin? I think it's the spin and shoot. I think they took the whole spin and the shoot. It's fucking hilarious. And and you know what, dude? It's funny that like people who supposedly maybe don't like these shows and yet they're spending time doing that stuff. Like that's the kind of stuff that lives on and preserves and and furthers yeah. Star Wars. Like I've told the story on the podcast before, but like when we were first getting to know each other and we were hanging out on your dad's at your house and your dad was was fixing the, the fucking Mustang. Yeah. And he goes, I ah, Charlie got to stay here and do this thing so that I can finish the whatever on your car. And you went, but I was going to Tashi station to pick up some power converters. <laughs> yeah. And you and I had never talked about Star Wars before that. <laughs> Is that right? And it was instant like, oh, okay. Did now, we just the, become best friends? Th this is, yeah. Well, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, okay, this is, this is, this just got a lot better. <laughs> I already like this guy. And the music was sounding good with him. I was, we weren't sure if we were going to play this show or not. Just kind of getting used to things. But now, uh, yeah. Done deal. <laughs> what is she proposing? <laughs> Just let the girl speak. I like that they called it, what are they, Cycler? Cycler Rifle. That's from Battlefront, remember? Yeah, Cycler Rifle, yep. They Has are it ever been referred to other than Battlefront as a Cycler mm, Rifle? Nope. That's cool. I, I do like that. I mean, maybe in a in a, in a a book or a comic or something like that, but it's never, never in the context of Star Wars, like, you know, of, of live action Star Wars, have they ever referred to a Cycler Rifle? I like that he does the e-web too, in Mandalorian. Uh, Gear, uh, uh -huh. Giancarlo Esposito. I have an e-web cannon. That's Listen. from that too. That's from Battlefront. Damn. They put so much of that those little things in here. We spent some time on that game. You know, I think that first Battlefront game gets a bad rap, dude. I think it was a fun game. Was that the one we played together all the time? Well, we played the one for like PS2 back in the day, but we played online. Oh, yeah. That's right. No, That's but yeah, right. no, we played the, the 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 PS4, the one that came out like before Force Awakens, and had like Jakku in it. Right. Because I remember we would always, but no, don't go in there. It's lousy with stormtroopers. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That was a good game. Battlefront Two was. 
Stop People are still that thing. <laughs> well, I guess is he trying to do it to distract no, him? No, it's, or... it's aiming at them with its guns. It's already facing him, and it's not shooting him for some reason, which is weird. Oh, because it hears the rancor. Well, I know, but even before, it's just staring at him while he's shooting it. Guy's selling pallies. All right, all of this is fucking awesome. Pallies from Phantom Menace, remember that? Here, have these pallies. This is is the best part of the episode, I think. Look at how good the special effects are, too. Super good. Goddamn Rancor loose. There. There's the shot. Look at that shot. Look That's at that shot. That's a great shot. Look, Bill, there's going to be a Boba Fett show. I'm just going to warn you. I like this. Go, there's go. highs and lows. Yeah, there's some good stuff. There is kind of a teen Space Force 3000, and they ride mopeds. It's kind of lame. Don't worry. About it. Boba Fett's kind of also soft. But by the end of it, he rides a fucking rancor through a city on Tatooine and he fights like these scorpion shield shielded droids. And they just tear the whole fucking town up. Are you in or are you out? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, he rides he a rides rancor. rides a rancor. Rides it. Yeah. Like like a beast, like riding a beast. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's got a chain around his neck. And it's like obeying him? Yeah, he's like climbing over stuff. Um, yeah. Oh my fuck! Killing God. the shit out of these robots. Well, and there's some fucking teenagers in there. Who cares? They, they suck. They spin shoot when they shouldn't. Of course like, they do. Who gives they're a dumb. shit? He rides a rancor though. He rides a rancor through the streets of um, of of some Tatooine city. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, the, the Mando. He's gonna he's gonna get the dark saber. The Mandalorian gets the dark saber. Yeah, and he's gonna cut like. Like the arms off of one of these giant, like, um, uh, shielded droids. After Boba Fett just fucked with it with a rancor. That's right. Oh, my God. Yep. I mean, that's it. Yeah, sign me up. What did you say? What did you say? What did you say something about it? He was a little soft or something? What was that? Oh, he just, he knows what it's like to be, you know, at the whim, the beck and call of everyone and getting screwed over as a bounty hunter. So he's trying to be like the, the working man's, uh, you know, uh, a gangster lord, but of the people. So, like, he has sympathy for a simple man trying to wake, make his way in the universe. That's right. Dad. That's yeah. That's correct. So he kind of comes back full circle. He's just a simple man trying to make his way through the universe. That is correct. Well, that sounds like fucking. It's great. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you got to put up with some shit. That, I'm going to tell you. You got to yeah. put up with some shit. You ever see a Phantom Menace? Okay. You literally have to put up with some shit. This, in that the, movie. this is the best part. Literally. Do it. Oh yeah. Just like the Emperor says. Do it. Do it. Yes. He rips a goddamn God, thing. Out. That's, see, come I, on. Stop. That's good shit right that there. That is great shit. Look at that shot. And if you hate it so much, just watch that last like four minutes over and over again and don't watch anything else. And just watch like the Luke Skywalker episode, which yeah. is, by the way, another thing that you could have told me. Oh, and, and oh, I didn't even check mention that out. Yeah, Luke, Luke Skywalker's back. Luke Skywalker shows up and. Yeah. He he gets a lot of rejection as a um, Jedi Master, doesn't he? Luke, well, yeah, like you know, tries yeah. to uh, it's Ben Solo, and like that didn't work out so well. And then Grogu, and he's like, Nah, I'm good. We go hang out with a space pirate. You know what I mean? I that I but, think, but I can teach you 
that's something that that bothered you know the the, the people as well and, and 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 i'll say in the defense of the people that i'm always yelling at uh by the way if you go to the pop talk and aliens youtube channel i there's a three minute rant video for me about why uh it's okay that grogu didn't uh decide to train with luke i just stuck my camera on my desk and talked <laughs> for three minutes and hit publish and then I made a, I made a thumbnail that Charlie saw, and he didn't even know that the video existed. I didn't. But if you want to hear my thoughts on why Luke, uh, uh, yeah, Grogu not training with Luke is is perfectly reasonable. And then Bill finally the one person that begs him to train her, he's like, Nah, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> you're just gonna leave me like everybody else <laughs> look at this 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 last like five minutes is just amazing so I was just gonna say though while we're watching this incredibly awesome just fucking Star Wars porn um, that that's what a lot of people are upset about with the Luke thing is that like oh they're creating this uh, this character arc of him of just people just leaving all the time and you know to lead up to the last Jedi and we thought that they were going to maybe change those movies because of the Mandalorian and Grogu and all that and that's right. like really a thing that there's a lot of people who are actually upset when they saw that they were building the school that Kylo Ren is eventually going to burn down that's right This is so cool. Just ripping arms off these damn things. You know, for a fucking streaming show, dude, I was watching Lost in Space. Yeah. Season three. Uh-huh. And I enjoyed it as I always enjoy Lost in Space. Sure. Even, even though it was like... You're talking about the new one. The new Lost in Space, yeah. yes. The Netflix Lost in Space. Yep. With Parker Posey. Yep. As the doctor. Uh, the special effects, I, I was watching that show after this had ended... Look, they just killed 20, and they're chasing 20 away. It's the rule of 20 with them, I swear to God, dude. It's, I don't know why. I'm sure it makes some sort of sense, you know, like on paper. Because it makes them look more impressive. You know, like 20, 20 of these fucking pikes took out a whole city. Right. But it was only 20 at a time, like shooting or doing anything. Yes. Those guys said, fuck it. It's gonna yeah. be eighteen. No, they stopped to shoot him. Oh, I, mean, I thought I, I thought I thought they just away ran. from him. Now we lost to the Rancor. Why? Do we have twenty? We had eighteen. Two of them ran no, away. We're we're nope. Send in wave twenty-seven. Have a snack. <laughs> oh, wait! I thought he did eat one. Yeah, yeah no, right here. Yeah. There you go. Down the hatch. Okay. Again. If you see Cad Bane walking down the street, don't wait for him to set and get into position where he can do his quick draw thing. Just shoot immediately. Charlie, Start you, shooting. Start shooting. Wait, wait, before that, though, will you, will you tell me, will you throw this into your description of what you're saying earlier about the show that I, okay. I never saw? Okay, so then after Boba Fett beats the pike, riding around on the goddamn Rancor, just tearing shit up, Bill, Cad Bane walks down the middle of the fucking street, faces them off, and the Rancor turns to him, and he just he just flames him and just takes off, beats him, and then is going to have a fucking showdown, like Clint Eastwood style, in the middle of the town, with Boba Fett, like a quick draw against Boba Fett. 
And that's it. Just those two. Those two. The the whole battle stops around them basically, to see like you know the greatest showdown uh, that Tatooine's ever seen. Cad Bane versus Bubba Fett. I love that he asks him that, because that's sort of. I think, you know what's something I think Charlie that that gets lost in this show. I think the whole like people people asking like what's his angle like, Cad Bane asking what's your angle is sort of like what the audience is asking. But yeah. I think that's also kind of what Boba Fett is asking. Now, the, the way we've been talking about it with the whole, like, you know, what you were saying about how he's like trying to figure out how to be the boss and stuff like that. It's like, I, I think he's not 100% sure of what his angle is because it's different than kind of what he had dreamt up. Right. It, you know, he was going to walk in there and just shoot fucking Bib Fortuna and take the throne and just then walk around town and tell everyone, hey, I'm in charge now. I, I guess. And then I'm going to do it the nice way or something. I don't get it. I don't, don't know about the whole nice way thing. I, I think they took that a little too far. Did you think that Boba Fett was going to win when the, the showdown started? No. You didn't? No. I was unsure. I thought something was going to happen to break it up or something, but I did not think he was going to get the draw in Cad Bane. Because just no way. I having a hard time remembering a single fight that he was in by himself that he won that wasn't just like against a common, but any like level or you know, uh, any boss. Right. He's lost every boss fight. Even the guys with the shields, he gets his ass kicked. If it wasn't for the Gamorrean guards or Fennec, he would have been dead like 30 times already. Remember your training. That That's an awesome... I think that's great, though. That is cool. Again, it's one of those things, if you've just been watching the whole show and seen him with the Tuscans and everything, like that rings more true. But we haven't seen him with the Tuscans for eight weeks. I think he kills the fuck out of Cad Bane. I don't know. Is he allowed to kill Cad Bane? Or because he's got so much robot stuff, is he going to still be alive later? No, so here's the thing. That's such I, a good goddamn character. Like, people went nuts for it. I like, know. They're going to have to invent a way to bring him no, back. Watch, 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 watch. It, I, I feel like they're not... I feel like they're telegraphing. Look. What? See that thing beeping? Hear it? Oh. I, I feel like they're... I feel like it's a. I feel like it's a. It's a fucking flag they're waving. He's okay. not dead. He's not dead. He's not dead. But also, if you're Boba Fett at that point, you have to cut his head off just to make sure. Yes, you got to disintegrate. That's why Boba Fett disintegrated people. Remember that monster? No room for Just dying. saved your lives. It's kind of freaked out. Um, start shooting at it. <laughs> just like immediately, <laughs> all the Space Force three thousand teenagers are shooting the hell out of the thing that just saved their lives. It was a quick turnaround. Like he's damaging property, but he's not like going around eating people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No. No. I, they. They. Uh, the King Kong shot. They didn't think it through. That's a. It's a great King Kong shot. I love it when they do. That's the George Lucas stuff. You know. Sure. The old movie tribute. I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Uh, what I was saying about the reason I brought up Lost in Space though is because I was watching it and I was thinking, you know, this show's got decent special effects, but compared to this, this is a fucking streaming show, dude. Look okay. at that. 
super awesome. He jetpacks up to him, gets on the thing, and you think he's going to save the day and just gets thrown down. <laughs> I do like that they do a lot of that kind of stuff. Yes. They don't completely telegraph everything. Or Boba Fett versus Cad Bane. Who's going to win? Boba Fett, right? No. I've really uh, developed uh, an appreciation for uh, Peli Motto, a.k.a. Amy Sedaris. She's good. Throughout the course of this series. Her stick about dating a Jawa. Yeah. Really hairy. <laughs> <laughs> the other one's like, bah, bah, bah. and she goes, no, I'm working on me right now, thanks. Yeah. 100% not in the script. You think so? Totally. There's, there's, uh, I think it's on the gallery making of Mandalorian shows or on some interview where Jon Favreau is talking about when she comes on set, like, you just got to let her just do her thing. She's funny. You know what I mean? Like, just trust her that she knows what she needs, the points that she needs to get across. And well, then she's just going to do whatever she does. You know, when you're thinking about the who chooses to live at a place like this, it's good to see one of them. So do you think... Uh, Judge me by my size? Yeah, he's already uh, he's already yeah. implementing Luke Skywalker yep. lessons. For sure. Although he did that to the the rhino thing. That's true, he did. So he kind of already had some of that, which he probably learned directly from Yoda because we find out where how far back he goes. He I was had a at master the, who he used was at to the temple. Backwards. Yeah, I, that's my fucking dad. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just take a nap together. That's a nice way to resolve a fight. Yeah. I'm tired. Let's just take a nap. But like if there was like a USC fight, a guy put a dude in a sleeper hold and then he just took a nap next to him because he yeah. was also, also t- so tired. From the fighting. <laughs> we fought. Well, the, the fight's over. Uh, they're napping. In the middle of the <laughs> and ring. Now they're sleeping it off. She just falls into the middle of the street and her tooth falls out. <laughs> oh, that was another thing. It's funny. That's another thing I wondered if that was just something that she did. No, nah, that, that took, that give me, took give doing. Give me a fake tooth. Hey, prop guy. Give me a fake tooth. I'm going to spit it out. It's going to be hilarious. I'm sure it was planned. I love that, though. Yeah. You know, I expected from the shot to be more heads there that weren't Stormtrooper heads. Like, just heads? Like pikes, oh, heads on the pikes. Head on pike on pike. Do you wish that this had been Boba Fett right here? You know, I was wondering who it was. And I kind of wish it had been Boba Fett. When we were watching, as soon as someone was there, immediately my son, who's eight, is like Fennec. Really? Yep, immediately. It's funny, I watched this with, with, with my son, who's 17, and uh, he said Han Solo. Oh, really? Did, no, he didn't. He didn't. <laughs> he didn't. Um, what he did, you know what, though? I looked over at him, because he loves Cad Bane. Ryan loves Cad Bane, and oh. I looked over at him after the 
Cad Bane scene, and he was like fucking really disappointed. Oh, that it wasn't Cad Bane. That it that he was dead. He just didn't like. He didn't like that showdown. He said it was too short, and that he's, he's Cad, a, Cad Bane wouldn't. He didn't think Cad Bane would go down like he's that. A, a, a character like he's been around now. He's been in a, the thick of it. I mean, for someone like, like that, like like my mom watches these shows, right? But she's uh-huh. never watched a fucking animated show or anything. She doesn't know who Cad Bane is, who Cad Bane is at all. She's like the blue Clint Eastwood guy because she yeah. would ask me stuff about right. the show. Like, so the blue Clint Eastwood guy is he from other stuff? And I was like, yeah, he's in the cartoons. And so she's like, well, I've never seen the cartoons. I'm like, you don't need to. He explained who he was. He's just too good context. of a character to have him be be done. But all yeah, of all that watching, and then he was in the Bad Batch. Like so, Ryan Ryan just didn't. He was not happy about the Cad Bane showdown. He thought that it was just it was a cool showdown. He thought the showdown was cool, but not the 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 the, the fact that he ended up stabbing him. He just didn't he didn't like that. But then he also was saying, I I think he's probably not dead. Boba Fett, just get him alone. He's dead immediately. Any of these people, they're bowing to him, could kill him. As long as Phoenix not there, or Gamorrean guards, or Space Force three thousand teenagers, or a Rancor, you you can kill him so easy. He never wins fights anymore. Do you think he's gonna come back in Mando three and then be like, I tried to be nice and it didn't work, and then be better? I I just I I'd rather he not do that. No. I don't, think that there'll be more Book of Fett, or is it was it just I the, a one-off? I don't. There's don't know yet. But see, he's saying right now, maybe we're not cut out for this after yeah. all that. Look at him. He got shot a thousand times. Getting shot by a laser to him is just like spraining an ankle. You just well, look at look off. at his leg, dude. It's like there's fucking bone showing practically. He's just walking around eating a fruit. And then they end with a joke. They should all end jumping up in the air and then freezing. Yeah. With their arms up. Yeah. Boba Fett. It does say that. Fett. 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 Oh, I forgot about this part. I love that he has an end. That's another thing you could have told me about the show. Oh, and by the way, you know Mandalorian lost his ship? Guess what kind of ship he gets? A fucking yeah, Naboo Starfighter. Yeah. We also knew Yoda, uh, Baby Yoda was going to be in it again because they made the cockpit for him. Well, that's where the astromech goes. I know, but she's like, I took the astromech out so that you can put Baby Yoda in there. Hint, hint. Right. Or not, you know, wink, wink to the camera. This happens to be this extra little place. So is it true, Bill, that... Okay, so there is the, the, um, the little sneak preview at the end of what's-his-name in the... Um, uh, back to tank yeah but that there was another one after that and it was only up for like the first thing and it's been taken out of all replays no i have not heard that you have not heard that no i watched the whole thing to make sure that there was nothing first like, night like yeah at 12 like I, wa- I, w- I watched it all the way until it just went back to the menu look at that showdown i i lo- i love the the drawings, you know, like oh, the conceptual yeah. art at the end. So cool. So awesome. There's actually an art of the Book of Boba Fett book that just came out that I am going to get my it's really cool. clutches on. No one. She's awesome. Pedro Pascal, great. Sophie Thatcher, that's Jyn Erso Jr. 
I assume and then they yell fat Mandalorian taste and charm <laughs> that's it look at that art is so good if this had just been a series of comic books do you think people would be ranting and raving about it I'll bet you they would probably yeah or if it was just if it was literally the book of Boba Fett Oh, dude, have you read that fucking Boba Fett book? No, that one's worth reading. That one's worth reading. Look, we, we just, like, ragged on it the whole time. but <laughs> Yeah, but we'd rag on The Empire Strikes Back all the time if we watched that right Well, that's now. true. We would. Like, that, but, that's I mean, no indication. But, it's still enjoyable, right? Like, yes, you can pick things apart, of course. And every Star Wars anything. Dude, when I first watched this the episode, like there were parts where I was like, "Oh, come on!" Like with the bikers and stuff. But most of the time, I was like, "Oh, yes!" Like I was very, like I was happy. My son was not as like into it. Like he 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 liked it, but like he was, I was kind of being like, "Are you are you liking this?" He's like, "Yeah, no, it's cool, it's cool." Like, but he expected. A lot of people expected fucking Han Solo. A lot of people not. expected a, that you, kind you of You brought thing. up Han Solo all the time. Because like, it's it not was like happen. a done it's thing, according happen. to everyone. It was not. I never thought that was going to happen. It wouldn't make any sense. I didn't understand why he would be. And there's that guy. So many with, people. The, that was the worst scene the Bass player time. from Suicidal Tendencies. Now, who is he? That's, he's the bass player from Suicidal Tendencies. No, he's not. He is. The guy that replaced uh, Rob Trujillo? I don't know. That's just what I've read. Thundercat. His name is Thundercat. That was the weirdest scene of all time. It was also the most pointless. Well, they just show you that they turned her into a robot. And that's how she survived. The he? What do you mean her? He's the one that um, does... Uh, Fennec isn't that who he takes her to yeah yeah but oh you saying her as in Fennec yeah I thought you were talking about him in the no that in the, scene oh, oh when oh, he's oh. repairing oh Fennec, god yes oh and my they're god doing the weird music dude, and he's like dancing around while he's doing that do stuff. you remember it's the worst that episode because we would usually text each other after each episode that was so the be like worst. one in the morning oh yeah yeah you I didn't do. watch yeah. you forgot that one you forgot it was Tuesday night or whatever. That's and right. I texted you, but I didn't want to give anything away just in case. And I said like something. I said whatever my number was for the episode. And I said, like, be prepared that there is a solid five minutes where he walks into a, another movie. Yes. Like he walks it's into Blade Runner. But the rest of it's very good. Uh, yeah. And I, I think I said it was unwatchable. Like yeah. there's an unwatchable scene in that. Sh- yes. In, in, in it. But the rest of it's really good. So please be, be, you know, please make a note of it. Boba, 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 That's weird as shit, that ending. Well, you know. All right, uh, uh, out, of a, out of a 10 on the, on the whole series. Whole series? The whole series. Just taking everything i know that it's disjointed and like all of a sudden here's two episodes that don't even have boba fett and here's luke skywalker factoring all of that in and your experience watching it what would you give it wow all right like only compared to star wars i mean as a star wars it is somewhere between a 6.7 and a 7.5 wow 
So we're actually going on a scale of 100 then. <laughs> well, so or 67 or 75. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's not a D, so it's got to be a C ranking to a light B. Because there's, I'd have to watch the whole series. We're just watching that last episode, and the last episode was good. Uh, it was, you know, the ultimate and low stakes Star Wars, but then main characters come in. There's some really good episodes. Bryce Dallas Howard in the middle of it, fucking just dunking on all other um, directors. I don't know, dude. I think uh, it's 77 low. Yeah, yeah, I think that's pretty good. I, I would, C plus. I'd put it B around minus? there. I'd, I'd give it a B minus. B I minus. Think when this, I think you know, it's. I, I agree with you calling it low stakes. I, 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 for us, I think we can watch a show like that and be like, it's low stakes Star Wars. I think most fans, everything is the of the highest stakes, so they, they get a little too crazed about it. Um, for me. As low stakes Star Wars, it was like fine. I give it like a B, but I think when the stakes were raised, it was really good. It was a plus, 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 plus. But that we, was when it was more like um, Favreau and Filoni and the and Bryce, Bryce Dallas, Dallas Howard, Howard and the Filoni episodes. Those two, because remember when I when I said yeah, but see that's why. I, all right, sorry, go ahead. No, just I, I'll, I'll I'll wrap this up. But I just when I texted you after the Filoni episode, the Luke episode, and I put like. 100 out of 10 and you you wrote like aren't you being a little harsh and oh, i thought yeah. you were talking about a different episode i'm like i thought you were talking about the last one i was like i don't i gave the last one like an eight and you're like no it's ten thousand out of 100 yeah 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 yes because that luke one was like the bryce dallas howard and the dave filoni episodes were like but that almost wasn't book of fat i that know was just, if that, that had was just, just been an... the beginning of the mandalorian season three yeah it yeah, had just right. been like oh my god we, we're just right back into it with this. This is amazing. I, I, I go back to my original comment from the last time I was on, which is Rodriguez isn't the right guy for this. No, he's not. He's not. Because once I, they said, hey, wait, we've got these other episodes. It's got nothing to do with Book of Fed. I mean, a little bit. It's loosely tied. But we we have some things to do. We're going to handle these. Right? Like, you do these episodes. These are the ones you're in charge of. And this is what you're doing. But we need to interject these couple things. Uh it's going to be us and, and Bryce Dallas Howard. Don't worry about it. It's going to be great. And then those ones are like fucking perfect. Yeah. And then and also Disney. Like how much, how many more millions do you need for those ones? They clearly <laughs> you seem know. to spend a lot more money on those episodes for sure. I, I have to, uh, I have to use the restroom real quick. We'll pick it up in just a second. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hello? Not that anyone would have known if I had just hit pause and not said that I was going to That was weird that you said that. I was wondering as soon as you did that, I'm like, just hit pause. This is the ultimate in realism. So that people know in real time what Theater really of the happened. mind, like now they have to imagine you going to take a piss. Well, <laughs> it, it's... It, it, Why are you putting that image in people's heads, Bill? I just said I had to use a restroom. How do you know I just didn't wash my hands? That's true. Or just go to rest. Like maybe I just was like, uh, yeah, it was like Yoda and the Rancor. Like I got tired from watching that. I went to take a look at a little nap in the restroom instead right. of on this luxurious couch that we're sitting on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, so I getting back to like the grading. So I I would give it a solid eight, an eight. Okay. It's like a B. 
Um, had it not had the Luke Skywalker and Mando stuff in it, it was going to be a lo- much lower. Score. Much lower, yes, much, much, much lower. I think, I, I just, I don't know. In its own context, when you take that stuff out of it, I don't really know what the point of the story, like why that story needs to be told. Does that make sense? Uh, yes, it does make sense. Like, um, they got rid of the. Sp- trade that was kind of there but then they were looking to double down on or something I don't get it like you're right I guess it's him starting like a a um, like again like what his crime empire looks like what he's been up to I don't I mean there there is that there's the whole like what happened to Boba Fett after the Sarlacc pit okay well uh, he got out and then he got his armor stolen and he lived with Tuscan Raiders but they were a different breed that they, they actually they actually were afraid of the crazy Tuscan Raiders that we know so so well just as much as anybody else they hung out so they hung out on their own but they were more like shaman and stuff and they kind of like he hung out with them for a couple of years and he eventually sort of this is me like telling you. Yeah, I get you. I got you. Uh, I got you. <laughs> he eventually like softened up, and 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 he he grew to grew to to, to love these people, and they put him on like sh- shamanic drugs, like 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 space DMT lizards and stuff, and 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 he saw these visions, and uh, so then uh, he decided that he was gonna run the uh, the spice trade on Tatooine, out of town on a rail, literally. Because it was on a train. Was he running the... Oh, run it. Um, yes, yes, I get it. Uh-huh. So, and then he was, you know, so then he uh, then he went and found his armor and he, he got like real, like crazy and brutal and turned into an asshole again for a little while. But then he came back to Tatooine and he was nice again. So what does he do as a crime lord? Does he like help sell some of the drugs? You know, he... he doesn't know what he's doing. He has no idea. It's just a protection racket. Basically. He must have a small army with him. No. 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 No, he's got two Gamorrean the guards. Okay, <laughs> two. Okay, um, he's got some kids. Okay, that he hired from the local Seven Eleven. Weird. Okay, uh, they drive really shiny, really nice like Vespas. Yeah, they dress really nice. Okay, they so don't... two Gamorrean guards, and we got some kids on Vespa. Who else? That's uh, it. That's it. Oh well, he had a Wookie. There was a big... Fennec still there. He does, he has Fennec. The, the, he's got Fennec. She's she's one woman army. She can take care of shit. He's got her, and then uh, eventually, he, after letting him go, he hires like the toughest Wookiee in the history of the galaxy. So he's doing a protection racket, and he's got ten people. Yeah, yeah. What and could the, go wrong? Well, and then when shit does go wrong, he has to call the Mandalorian. <laughs> right, he's in over his head. <laughs> a whole town of of. In a whole town of ne'er water miners, <laughs> who who were <laughs> who were uh, you know uh, getting by under the um, the tough but fair rule of Timothy Oliphant, <laughs> America's favorite marshal. Yeah. All right. Well. So then, it, then really, it's a story of just ineptitude. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a story of Boba Fett swinging a miss, and then at the end he uh, 
he decides that he might not be cut out for this after all. You can't be a gangster with a heart of gold, bro. It just it doesn't work. No, no. And but I don't want, I don't want. I'm okay with the show as it is if you just leave it. I don't want it to be a thing where they go back on it. Like he shows up in Mando season three, and they're like, "Dude, we're going to fucking Mandalore with Bo-Katan or whatever, right?" And we need Fett, and he decided to leave the. Uh, the spice trade he he decided to leave all the 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 crime lord shit to Cobb vanth and chrysanthemum and the mod kids yeah they're they're doing a bang-up job so he because anything but is better than him and um so he uh is gonna go help us now and then he comes back and now he's like all disintegrating people and stuff like that again because then it's just gonna be like what was the point you know of all that then no he was maybe a side character for a reason he just you know that's why he's a side character. Hey, yeah. Not all characters are mains. No, and I think trying to make him into a main character is... I think we talked about this, Charlie. I would have to go back in, into the archives. By the way, poptalkinaliens.com <laughs> if you'd like to hear old episodes of the show. The show's been on since uh, the dawn of time. Uh, literally, the show has been on before there was Disney Star Wars. Before any actual Disney Star Wars media existed, the show lived. Uh, but Charlie and I did a show after The Force Awakens, and we talked about a lot of things. And I think I think we actually did talk about the fact that at the time, there was still a lot of talk about a Boba Fett movie. And there was a sort of, why do we need a Boba Fett movie? Like, he's cool as he is people because i know actually i know we did talk about that because i know we talked about back then at the time there was still more prequel hatred than there was love like it's changed since that podcast that we did yes but we were talking about people's massive disappointment with boba fett being a kid Mm -hmm. in attack of the clones where now everyone i promise you i could i could i could bring it up and play you the clip i believe you we were talking about how people, oh, Boba Fett's this badass, he's this badass, and then it turns out he's he's a fucking kid from New Zealand. That's right. what he is, with an attitude. So he was just born a 35-year-old bounty hunter. Right. And, uh, you know, he, you don't see him wrecking shit. Well, look. No, he does. He, just, he shoots the gun and screams, fire! Actually, he, he is actually, as, as far as a Boba Fett kid, Daniel Logan's great. Also, by the way, just to say, I like that they showed Daniel Logan's face in this show, in those flashbacks, because that kid is a fantastic ambassador of Star is Wars. He? Oh, yeah, dude. Always, like, on the social media with the fans, showing up to all the things, kissing babies. You know, mm-hmm. he's he just he does a great job. And I hope that if they have a Book of Boba Fett season two, it should just be him and have it be a prequel to, like, when he was doing fucking missions and shit. Wow. How about, what about that? Well, what about that I, series? Look, like this his is first... exactly what I was going to ask you, Bill. So I'm assuming, obviously, you don't want this show to go away. Or do you think, like, eh, just have him show up in Mando, like, you know, for two episodes every season, and that's enough Boba Fett? Or would you like them to continue this? And if so, what do they change? What needs to happen so that... It is, you know, a, a top tier Star Wars instead of uh, acceptable, but, you know, not the best thing ever. I would rather them continue this show in one of two ways than have him just 
now pop up into Mando and be a badass again because he decided that the entire Book of Boba Fett series was pointless and that he should just go back to what he was before and disintegrating people all the time, right? I would rather see either this show make, if they're going to have a season two, like expanded into him being like a fucking crime lord who is like a crime lord. Like he does some Don Corleone stuff in that speech that he, like the coolest and closest he ever got to like a crime lord to me was in the episode where he puts the dinner table on top of the rancor pit. Yes. And he's talking to him. And, and in that episode, even Fennec is doing all this talking and then it finally like comes down to him. And then he, and he does, he literally does the, the fucking chin brush gesture. Yeah. The Brando thing, you know, he goes, you know, mutual cooperation between all of us. And, he, and it's like, okay, that, if you're going to do that, that can be cool. But then have him going off world and fucking having to like fight huts and well, t- listen, really, you know, take care of shit. If this show has shown you anything, a, a bounty hunter is an individual. They don't work with other people, right? They work for other people, but they go do mercenary work by themselves. Right. It's pretty clear that he he can't really chew the leather anymore. He He gets beat solo all the time. So he need like this is kind of like his retirement plan. Like, what else does he? What does an aged out bounty hunter do? Well, Cad Bane, uh, Cad Bane for his species is old as shit. I know, but he can look. He beat Boba Fett. No, I know. That's what I'm saying though. Is it like he? Well, maybe he's I guess got he a... didn't, right? Because by the end, Boba Fett got the upper hand. Nah, right? he did. He's still alive. But you know what I mean. Like, he's getting bested all the time. So. Maybe that's part of what it's about. Like, you know, when when you can no longer be the world's most feared bounty hunter, you age out a little bit. What do you do? I, I think, yeah, I think that, that, that there is part of that in it. I think that that's probably not what most Star Wars fans want to hear about. If you're going to do that kind of thing, like do it with a new character. You know, like you could have a whole different show about some new bounty hunter and have his history and have that yeah but why not have it be it? about boba fett what's wrong with it because, being about because fett? people just want to see him disintegrate people all the time that's it you know it's eight, eight hours yeah of but that. he's like 60 now eight hours of disintegrating people would have made people happy don corleone wasn't going around like assassinating people he, he aged out and then he runs the family he that, orders hits but he doesn't carry him out right he's all old and fat yeah but he's, he's not gonna kill anybody he is but he is fucking terrifying that's in, true. In The Godfather, yeah, yeah. remember the scene, it's like one of my favorite Brando scenes ever. And you know that I have some very many of them. Yeah. Uh, the scene where he, you know, if he is to suffer an unfortunate accident, if he is to struck, be struck by lightning, yeah. then I'm going to blame some of the people in this room. That is terrifying. Yeah. Like, That's a good speech. And he, didn't, he didn't do anything. He's just sitting there. He just got shot. Right. He's fucking all weak. And I'm going to blame some of the people in this room. Like that. That's right. If you can get if you can get Boba Fett to that, then okay. I would love to see that continue. I would like to see since it's the book of Boba Fett, fucking go back in time and have Daniel Logan play him for 7 episodes. So doing do you his think first job. You think it's the actor? 
as part of the problem? No, 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 no. I think Tamora Morrison did absolutely great with what he was given to do. I think he did great. Was what he was given that bad? Was it the scripts? I was know, it I, the I, execution? I, like a lot of people I did see later after the first couple um, episodes, like it looks like fan fiction. And there are some scenes where you're like, ah, maybe not entirely. It's a little over the top, but I get what they're saying. That it looks like it or just uh, the uh, whole, all it, of it? It, like it looked like it and it had a fan fiction vibe. It just, for some reason. Well, to me at times it like lo- absolutely did look like fan fiction. Like it didn't look like it looked low budget. It looked like, yeah, it, the, some of the stuff uh, it, to me just didn't, it didn't pop. It didn't have the star Wars thing. Like then, then, and then there's shit like him going into that, the fucking rave club with thundercat. Yeah. That was where cool. it was just like, what is this? And they're playing like fucking like, uh, what, what, what the fuck was it dubstep music or some shit in there? What the fuck was happening? So, so how much of that has to do with a director or, you know, a an executive producer? Like I, how much how much of this is on uh, Robert Rodriguez where it could have been very uh, a lot better in someone else's hands or maybe not? Like, yes, we know Bryce Dallas Howard came in and people like lost their fucking minds, us included. She also got the best. She's script. the best ever. Yes. Like I, I love her. She, it's pretty unanimous. Like everyone wants her to have her own show, but she got like the A tier, right? She got yeah. the A tier players. She probably got more budget mm-hmm. and was working like directly from, you know, the inner circle group. So, like, how much of this is on him? Versus, like, well, this is the B squad. I, I don't. John Favreau wrote every episode, right? So it's hard for me to say. Like, I think the Robert Rodriguez influence is uh, unappreciated and unwelcome in my mind. <laughs> you don't like him. I think Robert Rodriguez has directed some incredible stuff. I think he. I've always thought he's a little bit overrated, but. You know, I also I said this last episode, and you you kind of argued with me. You're like, wait, I well, thought you really liked him. I thought you did like him. I do. I, I thought, I, but I because I, I just said he was wrong for this. No, no, no. I, and it was clear, like right away. You were right. At the time, I was going by the episode of The Mandalorian, where Boba Fett blows up stormtroopers for thirty minutes straight. Yeah, and I loved it. But, but I also I don't know if I said this on that episode or not, but I, uh. I do remember one thing I hated about that Mandalorian episode was that he, they go to that planet, the planet of Tython, which is like an old Jedi planet and it's got a seeing stone. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Simi Valley? And Uh it literally was Simi Valley. (laughs) And they didn't film it in the volume thing that they usually use because there was going to be so much fighting. So they needed to do it outside. Right. But it's like, so you just go to a place where they shoot fucking like, how many Star Trek episodes right. have been right there? Yeah, probably they picked a spot where it was on purpose. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in like 1968, Bill Shatner was beating up a fucking lizard guy right <laughs> yeah. there where Boba Fett is killing your stormtroopers. And that's where you go shoot Star Wars? Like that, I remember I didn't like that. Yeah. But I love that episode, everything else. Seismic Charges. And I think Seismic Charges are in different episodes. Okay, but, but like, all right. But look, like 
They okay. could probably drop me or you in to direct one of those episodes. Like, first of all, the special effects, like, I don't think the director is coming in to direct all the special effects. You're not doing the script or approving the script. Um, certain things have to happen in a certain way because, like, there's a bigger series and more things going on around it. Like, how much are you really actually impacting? You know, like sitcoms all the time, right? Well, Seinfeld, yeah. right? Like, so there'll be just random directors for an episode and never again. True. Yeah, Walking Dead and stuff. Like, that happens all the time. Yeah. So, Ryan Johnson well, directed Breaking Bads. Exactly. A, a really good, good episodes of Breaking Bad, by the way. He, I, I think I remember texting you. You probably didn't write They're them. super good episodes, but. The one where Walter White turns into a sniveling guy and he goes and lives on an island? <laughs> no, that was not. No, I, I've done the wrong thing. Maybe that happens in that episode. He does go back and forth a, a few times. But... Well, that's the nature of his character. And so I'm sorry. Anyway. May, maybe he was getting too much blame. Robert Rodriguez. I, yeah, maybe. I. But then well, when Bryce Dallas Howard comes in, you just know it. You feel it. It's just like, dude, this is just a good episode. And even if you took away, like. Yes, be- of course it is because it's got all these people in it. There's just still a different vibe to it. You just can feel it right off the bat, right? Yes. I, what I was going to say, and it's hard for me to 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 articulate properly the Robert Rodriguez thing because it's still a process in my mind of like trying to figure out how much is, like you're asking, how much is he responsible for? How much is he not? He was an executive producer on this. He was not, he, it, the Mandalorian, he directed that one episode. Yeah, and if you watch the gallery making of Mandalorian on Disney Plus, like he's very much approaching it as a director. Like he was shooting stuff in his backyard with his kids and sending it to John and Dave and saying, "This is how I think things could play out." Right, all that kind of stuff. I think it was his decision to go shoot it at the Star Trek set because they needed more room. That kind of thing. Like those are like directorial decisions. From a director of his caliber, right? Like, that, is that part of the problem? Is like he is the biggest name director in there? I think it is because I that I think if there is a factor of him being a problem, it's because he was an executive producer on the show and he is like a reputable, you know, director coming. In, like, but you know what else though? You know who else? Taika Waititi is also, and he directed Mandalorian episodes, and they didn't have his stamp all over it. He directed it right into the flow of the re- of the of the show. I mean, Robert Rodriguez is very stylized, extra extra stylized. Right? And maybe directors like that just don't fit in this type of format. I I I, I don't think so. But I also I, I think John Favreau wrote these fucking episodes, and you know, like Tamora Morrison saying I'm talking too much, and then John Favreau saying no, nah, he's got to say all the lines. To me, that's not that's not good. I don't, I don't, I think you, you, you have to listen to your actors in those types of situations. Like, especially when, but he doesn't talk that much. Most of the time he's being talked to and told what to do. I, he was talking about the earlier episodes. I don't, I don't, I, there, I don't know specifically. And and we talked about this last time, the, the very first episode, there's nobody talking for how many, nine minutes, 26 seconds, something like that. I think it started off 
I, dude, I don't know. I don't know. It's it. The, the show's all over the fucking place. <laughs> yeah, it, it is really a is. little bit all over the place. It's hard to pin down to a thing and say like, well, if this had been different, then I think the show would have been better. I think that there's a lot of things. I feel like I don't know. Here's another. There's another conspiracy theory. I don't know if any of this is true, but that because of COVID and because of issues with Pedro Pascal like being unhappy that they weren't sure if they were going to be able to get Mandalorian season three out in time. So they said, let's put, let's do this Boba Fett show. And they just kind of threw it together and they said, we'll get Mando, we'll get Mando in there to satisfy the, the, the craving for more Mandalorian and we'll address the Luke stuff. But instead of getting it the whole season, we'll make it about, we'll make it like a side spinoff on Boba Fett where we won't have to use as many people for special effects and stuff. That's why so many of the early episodes is just him and the sand people or just him, him and Fennec. There's just, there's not a lot of like activity in those episodes. Yeah. And that there's something or some combination of those circumstances necessitated them making this other show and kind of rushing it. Which is why John Favreau just wrote all of them, instead of being like, "Okay, okay, I'm going to sit back and Dave and I are going to put together this this ecosystem and this storyline." Because if you look at Mando, dude, not all of the episodes are written by Favreau. A couple are written by Filoni, a couple mm-hmm. are written by both of them. Yeah, uh, Rick, I don't know how to say his last name. Fama Yua did a couple of them. Um, there's a few writers in in Mando. They're not all Favreau. Hmm. Hmm. And directors, you know, there's episodes that are written by someone else and directed by someone else. Yep. So I think, but then when you see, like, again, going back to the gallery making of Mandalorian show, which is so good on, on Disney Plus, they're they're showing this. They're showing Luke Skywalker episode. Yeah. Which was directed by Peyton Reed, who directed, I think, Ant Man or something. Wait, the, the, wait, wait, wait. The the Mando Skywalker episode of season uh, the Mando episode, the one where he comes in with the lightsaber. And yes, kills yes. Bit. So John Favreau, I think, wrote that episode, but he didn't direct it. But they show him in that episode on set, and he's like telling people, like, "No, no, no, have Mando hold back." Yeah, he's directing the hell out he's of it. He's directing it. He's literally directing, but it's not directed by him. So if that's sort of the George Lucas approach to like Empire, yeah, like, I'm not going to direct this. I'm going to write the story. Lee Brackett, Lawrence Kasdan, you guys write the script because you're actual writers. Yeah. I'm a storyteller. Urban Kirshner, you direct it because you're an actual director. And then I'll just fucking jump in and say what I need to say whenever I have to because I'm George Lucas. Right. But then you get better people, you know, kind of executing like sure. the details of things. Proper but delegation. Exact. Proper delegation. Yeah. I don't know that there was a lot of proper delegation on this show. I feel like it was Favreau kind of rushing it. It just seems like that to me. Like I'll I'll write them all. I'll write them all. Let's just let's get this I'll write them. Uh Robert, you you know, you direct the three. Um Did Filoni have less to do with this I one? I think Filoni definitely had less to do with this one. I think Ahsoka's gotta because, be in pre production like, right now. It, Right, he's got to be he's got to be working on that because you know he's going to be fucking all over that that show. 
Then also, Mando season three has started shooting. Yeah. So that like this I was shoehorned in. I do think this was shoehorned in, and I think that's probably the the biggest problem rather than like one person. Just just a little bit of a lack of de- attention to details, rushing through certain things. Yeah. Letting people do too much with it that shouldn't have been doing too much with it. Yeah. I think I think that's not what having happened. the critical eye of like Dave Filoni being like, yeah, Boba Fett would never do that, or ah, this isn't how it, this would work, or exactly that's not how he would. I, like I know they got as far as like how he would hold the gun, and like there were certain things like that that Filoni like had to do with in the beginning. But yeah, maybe he's out creating his thing, and he he's focusing somewhere else. I think John Favreau might have just been writing them like a like a gun for hire type thing. Well, like I mean, we all come up with the story. Maybe Robert Rodriguez had a lot to say about it, and then it's like, okay, I'll write them. I'll just write them all in one one sitting. Just wrote the whole fucking thing in a weekend, except the Mando episodes. Him and Filoni wrote that one. Yeah, Filoni was the co was the official co writer on. Well, if they, if they want to have their empire, it's it's got to be you know scalable. So you have to have other people come in under your umbrella and be able to do it successfully as well. Well, we'll see. You how can't that... lord over every aspect. Otherwise, like they would do nothing else. We'll see what happens with the the Obi-Wan because they're not even listed as executive producers. How is that? But apparently uh, rumor has it from people in the know. That's a little scary. Well, rumor has it from people in the know that uh, John and Dave we're on the set of Obi-Wan all the time, which would be another reason why this show would suffer. Hmm. Who who is driving the Deborah Chow is directing every episode. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, that's very encouraging. Yeah. Her episodes. Yeah. I actually went back and watched just her Mandalorian episodes. Uh, all good. They're fucking great. Yeah. yeah. And they're not just action episodes. Like the episode where where the man it's episode three of the first season which is the one where he finally makes the decision to question Werner Herzog and go get baby Yoda yeah and there's a lot of like it's got the action is incredible when all it's got the one where all the mandos fucking fall out of the sky and rescue him yep and it's got like that's a great one great moments with with him and and herzog having these fucking weird (laughs) tense exchanges you know and 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 just like that character i thought you would be more adhering to the code when you agree (laughs) there's a lot of that (laughs) yeah that stuff in it you know and 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 mando's like inner struggle and like it's really well done and then the other the other ones she's done are are great so her directing it I think, great. The guy who wrote it, and he wrote all of them, Joby Harold. Wrote, he wrote John Wick 3. He was one of the writers on Army of the Dead. Okay. Uh, John Wick 3 is not like a, a good, like, oh, great writing. Now, those movies are enjoyable as fuck. <laughs> I love John Wick. And it is funny, so I can see how it would be like, we need someone who's really good at action and interjecting, like, you know, witty and funny at the same time so maybe he's good for that but why would you not like that should be the most important thing that they do that's main 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 character all the time how do you not 
give it to Filoni and Favreau. That doesn't I, make sense. I don't know. I'm sure. I I, I think that they probably have um, absolute, uh, complete input in it all the time. He wrote uh, Army of the Dead. He didn't write John Wick 3, actually. He produced it. Okay. He wrote King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. The one with uh, Charlie Hunnam in it or whatever? That was a horrible disaster flop? Uh, this this uh, guy, Richie, directed it. I don't know. Okay. He was, one, he was one of three writers, so I, I, who knows? Army of the Dead, he was uh, one of several writers you know Zack Snyder probably had more to do with any of that than him yeah um he wrote the movie Awake wrote written and directed stars Hayden Christensen uh-oh and Jessica Alba okay it was released in, in 19 uh er, sorry in 2007 fresh fresh out of uh okay eight, eight million dollars it costs so all right well Let's see what happens. Reception. Uh, it uh, received generally negative reviews. So, okay. I Yeah. I, well, I, I, again, that, that's 2007. That's, you know, like 15 years ago. So cut him a break a little bit there. He wrote, uh, yeah, I don't He hasn't written much, dude. He's produced a lot. Well, we'll see what happens. He he hasn't he has not written or directed a lot. He has done a lot of producing. He produced the show Underground, which has nobody I've ever heard of. <laughs> he produced the show Spinning Out, which uh, was canceled after one season. But again, he didn't write or direct. And then and then so Obi-Wan they're not Kenobi. even executive producers or anything. Their name is nowhere attached to it. I wonder also if that's part of a Disney thing. Like, we don't want these guys to be, like, too powerful. Well, I mean, we know that, like, Dave Filoni has, like, he got the, the title yeah. of whatever, you know, creative overlord or whatever it was that he got. So, obviously, he's definitely got his fingers in it, dude. There's there's no way. I, I, I also feel like, I don't know, dude, they... they they took a lot of time writing and rewriting and, you know, stopping for this show. It says the series is executive produced by Kathleen Kennedy, obviously, Michelle Rowan, Deborah Chow, Ewan McGregor, and Joby Harold. All right. So Ewan McGregor is one of the executive producers Good. also. Okay. I don't know. It's one of those things. Dude, Charlie, if you told me, guess who's directing Rogue One? Fair enough. Uh, Fair the enough. guy who directed fucking Godzilla. Fair enough. The, wait, the Godzilla that didn't have Godzilla in it? Yes. Yes. Is there anybody else that's going to help him out? Yes. Tony Gilroy. Really? What's his Star Wars experience? He hates it. <laughs> he thinks it's fucking stupid shit for kids. <laughs> what do you mean he's helping out? Well... Eventually, Gareth Edwards is kind of going to get over his head, in over his head with all of it, and Tony Gilroy is going to come and just clean it up as a professional. Harvey Keitel is the wolf <laughs> right. rather than I give a shit about Star Wars. He's a fixer. He's a studio fixer. He's, he knows what he's he's a, he's a guy who knows how to make shit get done. You know, maybe that's this too with this Joby Harold. Who knows? It, it maybe Joby Harold's fucking only 
reason he's ever been into film was because he just wanted to do star a star wars thing and like you know that's where it's all of his talent is going to pour out who knows dude we know deborah chow's a good director that's we've seen that you and mcgregor we we know that you and mcgregor gives a shit about the fans about star wars always has we know that like he took it personally that people didn't like the prequels like that hurt him yeah like i'm so happy for him to yeah. be able to come back now after time has passed to people like fucking drooling over this series for that's, him to yeah. play obi-wan that's right you know and same with hayden so i i don't think they're gonna fuck the show up i think it's gonna be very good my only concern about it is like we've talked about before i i just really don't see how you pull them off fighting Again, I just it's gonna take some nah, screenwriting gymnastics to fucking nah, make that work, dude. It'll be light and you're gonna eat it up and defend it. Mm. It's gonna be good. I, I don't I probably I mean I I don't know. Do I defend everything? No, no, I'm saying I'm honestly asking. I d I don't know. I no, feel like some No, no, no. You've been pretty especially but more so on the book of Fett where you've been definitely um, open to criticizing. I think, yeah, because I, I, I think there's more to criticize, but there have been things that have been criticized about Book of Boba Fett that I can't. I'm defended, I get you. But let me tell you, because I mentioned the YouTube video that I made, but let me, because I didn't say it on the podcast, so if for the record, you've already heard this, but I'll, I'll tell you, this is one thing, a complaint about the show that I think is unacceptable. <laughs> And it's that the fact that Grogu decided not to train with Luke and then was immediately sent back undermines the fact that Luke appeared at all. Not in Book of Boba Fett, at all. Yeah, that's dumb. That is just Luke Skywalker fanboy bullshit. That has nothing to do with the reality of of the story, and I will use the analogy of this. Uh, Grogu... Baby Yoda and the Mandalorian, they had to find out what was with him. You can't just walk around. I'm just going to, I'm going to take, what what are you going to do? I'm just going to take the kid around the universe with me. Why? Because I really like him. I I have a bond with him. Well, don't you want to know what his powers are and stuff? I don't care. (laughs) I don't care. (laughs) Right. Dude, he fucking saved your ass from a rhino. Yeah. Uh, Nope. I don't care. That's, you know, that's his thing. No, and then obviously, and the Armoretta chick, <laughs> the Armoretta, <laughs> the Armorer. <laughs> yeah, she is that her name? I don't know. Armoretta. <laughs> I think it's Amoretta. <laughs> Armoretta. That's something George Lucas would call her. Armoretta, like Greedo, but um, <laughs> Newt Gunray. Um, she tells him like yeah he, he's a foundling you know you got to take him to his people and like he's a, uh, nobody knows of this fucking pr- of his race he doesn't understand his powers he has got to take him to somebody to be evaluated he takes him to ahsoka ahsoka says hey i, I feel attachments here and i got a thing about attachments okay because my master full of attachments He's the fucking reason why your planet doesn't exist amongst other planets that don't exist. 
Why? Attachment. So I can't I can't do this kid. Also, it's a little out of my league because he looks like the fucking grand Jedi master that I used to work for. Right. So right I also right. sense in him memories that he actually lived at the Jedi Temple, so there is a lot going on with him. And I haven't <laughs> been a Jedi for like fucking thirty years anyway. Yeah. So take him to the seeing stone and if there are any Jedi, you know, she knows Luke, right? But it's I get you. So who comes in but the only Jedi who would know how to deal with this and that is Luke Skywalker and then Luke Skywalker takes him to train and God knows he probably trained with Luke longer than Luke trained with Yoda. <laughs> That's true. He was, he was there for a good couple months at least. At least. Like Mando was going off. Luke was there for like a weekend. And, yeah, he was there for like a weekend, dude. And it's also the parallel of of Yoda, of baby Yoda saying, no, I want to help my friend rather than stay for the training is is something that's kind of poetic, I thought, too, in there. And I thought that was missed. He, he would rather have uh, attachments. Yeah. And that so he, be with someone that loves him and that he loves. Exactly. Over power or ambition. Plus, he's already been through this. Like, like he's already, like Luke tells Ahsoka in that episode, I don't really know how much I'm training him and how much he's just remembering things. Oh, yeah. Yes. So he's already gone. He's he's heard all this shit before. And what happened? He had to watch all these fucking Jedi get killed right in front of his face. That's right. So, like, it's going to be a little easier for him to make that decision. But that Luke is integral to all of that happening. So if you say that the fact that he didn't train with Luke makes Luke undermines Luke means what kind of fucking story are you telling then? Yeah. You're telling no story. Right. You're just telling the story of a Force-sensitive Yoda kid that hangs out with the Mandalorian and that's it. Right. Yeah, but that's that argument is is stupid and that argument just comes from like me it's like i admitted when i was watching that cad bane i realized nah it's just that i wanted to see more cat remember i was saying maybe you should have been this maybe you should have been that and i was trying to rationalize it and i realized nah, i just wanted to see more cad bane. Uh, yeah and that's okay just admit it have some fucking self-respect <laughs> have some fucking self-respect just admit it to yourself it's okay i wanted to see more luke I don't think the computer's recording you anymore. It is. The counter is... I think we've worn it out. It's no, tired. I, 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 Are you guys still talking? I looked. Are you guys still talking? We're at, we're, we're at 150. Holy shit. So we, we should probably we should probably say our final our final piece. Make your, make your final argument. My final argument is I think that Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett, if I had read it as an audiobook, if I had listened to it as an audiobook... Uh, without the Luke Skywalker and all that, I would have thought, oh, that's an interesting take. You would have liked it. I, no, I would have liked it. I would have. I would have been like, that. that's that's an interesting take. Charlie, I read this book about Boba Fett, what happens after the Sarlacc pit and stuff. Yeah. It's interesting. He tries to crime lord. Lives with the sand people, becomes yeah. a crime lord, rides a rancor. Rides a rancor. It's got all this stuff. Is Luke in it and stuff? No, no. It's the book of Boba Fett. So, and then it would have been fine. But then there's also the aspect of like when we were watching it and you said, Bill, if I just told you, are you in for all the stuff that you talked about? Fuck, dude. I had an incredible time watching that stuff. Right. And then when you insert Mando season 2.5 into it also, 
I loved that stuff. Honestly, like that's some of the best Star Wars outside yeah. of Rogue One that has come in the post Lucas era. Yes. By the way, Charlie, I don't call it Disney Star Wars. Post Lucas. I call it post Lucas. Or or variations of that. Why? Why? Because once for me you say Disney Star Wars, it's like you're already yeah putting a yeah, black cloth yeah. over yeah you're putting it into a context and it's like look clone Wars season seven was awesome disney star wars rogue one was awesome disney star wars the bad batch was fun disney star wars the mandalorian disney star wars so if you want to start calling stuff disney star wars then you really unless you're just being an asshole you have to be specific about what you're saying so for me it's just it's non-george lucas Star Wars, whatever you want to call that, but that that that's my final take on it. I'm fine with it. I just would rather kind of not really get back into that whole storyline with him, unless they're gonna do it with more care and more attention and make it a, l- a little more cohesive. And if you're going to give him his own show, like have it be his own his own show. That's okay. that's my final. Okay. How about you? What's your what's your final on that? But yeah. oh, sorry, sorry. I, I just overall, I, I enjoyed it. I will watch it again. I had fun watching it with you just now. Yeah. And that wasn't even the, like the best episode. So no. No. I agreed. I'm I'm okay with it. If they did five more seasons, I would watch five more seasons, even if it was exactly this caliber without all the uh, the tie-in episodes. I think that would actually... I would still watch the hell out of it. Uh, you know what, dude? I think that would actually help. Him and <laughs> him and uh, Timothy Oliphant. Him and Timothy, Timothy Elephant. Elephant. Um, and just rolling around the desert, you know, g- gunslinging and stopping bad guys, but also being a bad guy at the same time. Sure. I'd, I'd be fine with that. I'd, I'd watch that too. I mean, I... I would rather see other things, but if they want to give us that too. Everything is not going to be Kenobi and everything is not going to be Ahsoka. I don't want it to be. I It can't. You know I would I mean? love to see, like, the only show I know of that's coming out that they have is The Acolyte, which is supposed to be a Sith show about some fucking Sith girl. That sounds great. That one... And it's supposed to take place before the Phantom Menace. Have totally different people involved in that. Well, in I, this arc and timelines and stuff, just keep it all Filoni and. I agreed, but see what I like about that though is that they can go do something different. That is that becomes very low stakes, high reward because if if people love it, that's awesome. If they don't, it's like yeah, well, what? They didn't ruin your childhood. Yeah, it's just the acolyte. You didn't know about the acolyte before. So what? The Acolyte. The Acolyte. <laughs> it's like, that's why Say I like those High again. Republic books. Yeah. The, the three main ones. I don't know. Again, uh, the second book is hard to get through, Bill. Buddy, I it took a long time for me to get through I that keep starting one. and stopping. But I, keep I got trying. to the Claudia Gray one, finally. The third one that just came out. And Claudia Gray is probably i i'd put her up there with zon and all right if you're gonna say that high up because the second book i'm I'm about to give up on it she didn't write it trying it dude it's you you know what dude i literally the that second book the fucking battle if you're super nerd and you read high republic the battle 
on that on that the county fair the space fair whatever the republic fair it goes on for probably like 300 pages long i haven't even to. gotten to that yet and i'm having trouble buddy oh it's like rough. ice cave and it's like rough. they almost eat the guy oh and i like then, that part i mean it's good but just there's some stuff around it anyways all right anyway the third one but the point whether you get to the third one or not the point that i like it in that if i don't like it doesn't matter like there's three main books of the high republic and then the, there's these like side ones and I got one of the side ones and I read like two chapters and it was a fucking snooze fest. I didn't know what the fuck it was going on. It didn't seem like Star Wars at all. I just got, I just was like, okay, I'm not reading this. Yeah. And guess what? I Nothing. Nothing? I mean, you know what I mean? It wasn't like Yoda was in there acting like an idiot and I was like, this isn't Star Wars. It was just like, I, this isn't good. But it doesn't matter because I don't know any of these people or anything. True. Fair. Very fair comment. It's not like Obi-Wan where it's like, God, the fucking stakes are so high. my childhood. Yeah, exactly. So I'm sorry. I just, that was me interrupting you after no. having, having asked you what you thought. No, that's, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in agreement. What do you think, Charlie, about the show? Because here's what I think. <laughs> Even though I just told you. Ask me what I think about the show, Charlie. What are you? What is your final sort of thought as you stand now? And understanding that opinions uh, over time can change. Well, what Bill, do you think now about Big? I think, in my, if I really dig down deep, cue the hot chick. Pop talk and aliens, the William Clear podcast. <laughs>